Often in our weekly climate conversation, we're looking toward our planet's future. But today, we thought we'd explore a bit of climate science history by talking about an amateur meteorologist you might not have heard of, Guy Callender. Professor Sylvia Dee is a climate scientist at Rice University and joins us now to tell us why Guy Callender is so important. Dr. Dee, welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. So you wrote this great article uh, in theconversation.com about Guy Callender. Who was Guy Callender and what did he find out? Guy Callender was an amateur scientist and meteorologist. His training was really in mechanics and mathematics, and he worked as uh, an investigator in war-related research after World War II. But he spent a huge amount of his life collecting meteorological data and measuring carbon emissions uh, on the side. And effectively, he was the first to provide hard evidence that the Earth was warming in response to carbon dioxide emissions. And you wrote that he did this work on his own time. How did he take these measurements? So there was a publication called World Weather Records, and he derived global average temperatures that actually track incredibly well with current estimates of average temperatures at that time. And then he measured carbon dioxide, but also calculated, based on emissions of uh, fossil fuels, how much carbon dioxide he expected humans were putting into the atmosphere. And incredibly, uh, in 1938, when he published this first paper, it was about 4.3 billion tons that he calculated. And the emissions that we speculate occurred that year now are about 4.2 billion tons. So he was incredibly close to the actual numbers of carbon dioxide and temperature that we have confirmed today. And tell us a little bit about how the scientific community reacted to Calendar's findings in his own era. So Calendar was largely seen as an outsider. He was seen as sort of a nuisance gentleman scientist. And yet he wrote uh, later that he was really frustrated that the scientific community was having such a hard time grappling with his data because to him it seemed so clear that atmospheric temperatures had already started to rise in response to carbon dioxide emissions. It's clear from Guy Callender's story that information about human-caused climate change has been out there for quite a while. Um, Dr. D, how did you feel researching this story? What, what made you excited about Guy Callender? So in researching Guy Callender and all of these early pioneers in climate science who came before him, there are a few striking details. I think that the general public tends to think of climate change as a recent phenomena, something people have only pointed out over the last couple decades. But in fact, scientists have been ringing the alarm bell about climate change all the way, um, you know, back into the early 1900s, but also more recently, starting in 1960. That was when scientists, at least in the United States, really started informing politicians about the risks posed by climate change. And so one of the things that's striking to me as a climate scientist is why has it taken the public so long? Why has it taken our politicians so long to come around to this science? And I think, if I may expound, um, the climate science community has been trained to be very conservative in our warnings to the public. And that time has well passed. It's time for us to ring the alarm bell much more loudly, echoing what these early scientists really pointed out so many years ago. Dr. Sylvia D. is a professor of climate science at Rice University. Dr. D., thanks for talking with us. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Great to talk to you. And if you have a question about climate science, 
you can email us at climate at wbez.org. This is WBEZ.